Welcome everyone, Dylan Jamelli here today with a brand new video for you. And today we're gonna to talk about SuperDraw. We're gonna talk about how to use it, how to dose it, my experience with it. So we're gonna get into SuperDraw. Highly, highly requested, so I wanna cover all the details. First, huge thank you to everybody out there supporting the channel. I can't thank you enough. Thank you for the subs, for the likes, for the comments. If you haven't yet, please subscribe to the channel. Click that bell icon after you subscribe so you don't miss any of the updates from YouTube when I put up new content. Also, please click that like button if you're enjoying the videos. It goes a million miles to help the channel grow. And also, follow me on Spotify, Apple, and Google, Sarms Expert. All of these videos are in podcast form. It's a nice alternative if you want to go that route to listen to the videos as well. So, let's talk about Superdraw. Probably my least favorite compound in the world. If not, it's like second least favorite, but I would rank it extremely high on my least favorite. But I'm going to get into that here um, shortly. Let's just talk a little bit about the compound itself. So Superdraw basically was been marketed as a pro-hormone, kind of came more out in 2005 into the mainstream market and then six years later was banned in 2011 with the uh, pro-hormone issues. Um, Superdrawl, like I said, it was marketed as a pro-hormone. It's a steroid. It's a strong steroid, one of the strongest steroids out there. But that was how it was marketed, kind of as a designer steroid in that pro-hormone market. It is one of, if not the strongest compounds out there. I can make an argument as an oral steroid that it's the strongest oral. Um, that's debatable. I always have that debate on which one's going to be stronger between that and Anadrol and, and Halotestin, but it is right at the top of the list. And it's also, uh, while at the top of the list for strength and what the, what you can get out of it in terms of size, etc., coming with that is also going to be the extreme amount of side effects, which I'm going to cover here in a second. So, so just so we have an understanding about that. Now, one of the things that is such a big draw to super draw and the allure to it is that you can gain so much size and strength without a lot of water retention and unwanted weight gain kind of like you do with a d-ball or even possibly with an anadrol so that's one of the main things that has that big allure and draw to it we're talking capabilities of 15 to 20 pounds on a cycle um obviously that's going to differentiate from person to person but the capabilities are definitely there and when you're talking about keeping that very dry of course there's going to be a lure there in my mind that would be as ideal as it gets but it comes with a cost and it comes with a price okay and that is the extremely high amount of side effects and there's several to deal with uh one of the first things that I want to talk about to me that is so important is blood pressure and possible hypertension. It could possibly create a spike in your blood pressure so high that it can cause hypertension. This is one of the main things that you've got to be worried about with, with Superdraw and one of the things that I always tell people with all orals, you've got to keep a close eye on far more than just your liver here. And this, to me, blood pressure, I, I mean, that just sets off every bell, whistle, and alarm that you would have to address. And so I, I really wanted to stress that first over the liver here because I find that to be a, a big issue with Superdraw. So we've got to definitely pay attention 
to blood pressure. You might want to be careful even when taking Superdrol with using a lot of caffeine or pre-workouts just because there's already such a drastic likely increase in blood pressure. So it's something to definitely be aware of. And if you're using estrogenic compounds like testosterone, for example, with it, that's another thing that can cause more you know, increases in blood pressure with the water retention and the higher estrogen. You've got to keep all of these factors in mind because they all add up and they can all cause major problems. Then of course the liver toxicity. It is extremely, extremely toxic. And it's not just the liver that we have to worry about. You've got your kidneys, we've got cholesterol, but it's gonna hammer your liver. Absolutely hammer it. So like I always stress on cycle supports, on cycle supports, N2Guard is the one that I recommend. There's there's great on-cycle all-in-ones, but you've got to cover all the bases. And then I would still add extra Tudka, for example, something that I find to be extremely helpful with the liver. More liver aids. You want to drink plenty of water. And I would say, you know, get adequate carbohydrates. Uh, I've noticed people that take in less carbohydrates or on low-carb diets with Superdrol tend to have more problems with it. Watch your taurine. Watch your potassium, your sodium, all your electrolytes. Make sure that those are all on point. You don't want any of those things to be off. Drink plenty of water, though. Please do that. Now, Superdrol does not convert to estrogen at all. I've seen some people get gynecomastia rebound when using Superdrol, which is something to be aware of. And it, it I've seen very rarely, but I have seen some people report mild gynecomastia with it, and that's because... Superdrol itself is going to take up more SHBG activity and so it allows like an increased rate of, of free testosterone in the body to be converted to estrogen instead. So while it doesn't directly convert to estrogen, this is something that you need to be aware of. Um, and look, it's highly suppressive. So it's definitely going to require a full PCT, which all steroids I'm always going to tell you do anyway, aside from Proviron, which we've talked about. So it, it's a very, very aggressive steroid in terms of side effects. That you know, suppression is going to be high and, and things of that nature. Now, when we're talking about strength gains, for example, I mean, you're going to be hard pressed to find anything give you more strength than Superdrol. I can argue Anadrol, I could argue Trend, and I could argue Halotestin, but it's like right there at the top, top, top level. So, strength wise, the, the lean muscle and lean mass gain that I've talked about. Now, one of the things though that I have also noticed is people suffering more injuries with Superdrol, and that's because there's such a drastic increase in strength. Well, when you do that and it happens so quick, you're setting yourself up for like tennis elbow, for example, or tendonitis, especially in these areas in your forearms and et cetera, from pushing out too much weight. I've seen a lot of people suffer injuries though, pushing too much weight too fast and it leaves you more susceptible to injuries. And the more weight you gain at a more rapid rate, think about the pressure that you're putting on ligaments, tendons, joints, it leaves you more susceptible to injury. And that's why you see a lot of the, the big monsters, they're always injured. Remember Scott Steiner? I'm sure many of you do, wrestler. Big Papa Pump, one of the most entertaining, loved him, but he was injured. You notice as, as he really started hitting the, the anabolics, he was injured a lot. And this is part of the problem. And it doesn't age well when you're abusing these and, and injuring yourself and doing things so drastic. So keep that in mind. Dosing. I really, really, really recommend being very, very careful with your dosing. 10 to 20 milligrams to start. You might want to go 10 milligrams the first week or at least few days to ease into it. I kind of top mine out at 30. Uh, 20 is a great dose where you get great results and at least mitigate some of the side effects. You're not going to you know, rid yourself of them by any means, but you can definitely mitigate. Uh, 40 milligrams is the top, top, top I would go. And hey, 
everybody's different. Some people handle anything well. I don't know why, but for most of us, most of the common folk, we don't do so well with higher dosing. Everybody's different. You got it's trial and error. Okay, I don't recommend this for females at all. So just throwing that out there as well. I would strictly avoid this as a female and as a male. I would think several times over. Um, I would not exceed four weeks ever, and you're probably going to be lucky to get through four weeks. Most of us. My experiences with Superdraw. I'm going to do an entirely separate video on that. But just let me tell you something. Worst experience I've ever had with a compound. The most down and irritable and stressful and hard to do anything, even get out of bed after a certain point in time for me. It was the worst experience ever. Now, I have had a couple bad trend experiences, but I don't know that they equate to as bad as my experience with Superdraw. That'd be a tough fight. I'd have to really sit and contemplate just how bad and remember because it's been a while for both of those negative experiences. Superdraw, though, I mean, that's been... I want to say now it's been almost a decade since I ran it. It has. It was like 2011, 2012. Those years they start to cloud. I'm, I think it was 2012. I mean, I'm sure I could go back and find uh, some logs I wrote on it, but it was just. I don't even. I, I think it's because I'm good at blocking things out and I don't want to remember half of it. Uh, but that's just me. That's not saying that you'll have that experience, but I'm always going to give you, you know my feedback and my experiences on things and that doesn't necessarily mean that's going to be your experience at all but for me no you if you paid me i would not run fucking super draw again not even close but to each their own you do you i just wanted to educate you and give you a better understanding of super draw so that being said stay tuned for plenty more to come dylan jamelli signing off